Welcome to Therefore. This is the podcast that looks at truths in the Bible and simply asks why they are therefore. Why has God revealed truths to us and how do they apply to our daily lives? For the most part, it'll be simple explanations on small portions of scripture, but from time to time, I may have interviews with missionaries and pastors and will comment on current events as they relate to God's word. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy. Welcome to episode 11 of Therefore, and today's focus is going to be on the clarity of Scripture. Now today I'm going to start doing things a little bit differently. I'm going to be giving a little bit more of an introduction uh, than I have done to previous subjects, and I'm going to be ad-libbing a little bit more. Uh, Usually if I stumble on my words, if I trip up on something I'm trying to say, I'll Uh, end the recording, delete it, and start all over again. But from now on, uh, you will hear me as I am, uh, faults and all. Uh, I'm not going to try and cover anything up unless it's something truly dreadful, so the podcast might start getting a little bit longer. The verses that we'll be looking at today are in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 18 through 19, and they are on the subject of clarity on clearness of God's design and desire to be known and for his word to be understood. We live in times that I find very frustrating and maybe it's just as I'm getting older I'm seeing things differently or maybe society is genuinely changing. But it seems like nothing is as clear as it used to be. What used to be a clearly defined right is no longer thought to be right and what used to be understood to be wrong is no longer universally agreed to be wrong. And so uh, we see in politics and in media uh, deception and smoke and mirrors. If you've ever been to one of those fun houses or circus or a fun fair where they've got the uh, different shaped mirrors and you look in one you're 10 foot tall, you look in another and you're 10 foot wide and nothing is quite as it seems. And that's the world in which we live. Politics and journalism and so many other arenas of life uh, just seem to be full of deceit. And so we ought to rejoice and we ought to be uh, desirous to focus on God's word so that although in the changeable world around us nothing might seem to be certain, we can be confident that what we see in God's word we can rest in, know that it's unchanging and unchangeable. And so anyway, we're going to get into the, uh, the, the official 300-word segment now, and I'll begin by reading our verses, which, by the way, I think are the first verses that begin with the name of this podcast, uh, Therefore. Deuteronomy 11, verses 18 through 19. Therefore shall you lay up these my words in your heart and in your soul, and bind them for a sign upon your hand, that they may be as frontlets between your eyes, And ye shall teach them your children, speaking of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. This podcast is going to be a little bit different, and we'll signal a change to uh, it getting a little bit longer, as I said. uh, that, That will be my desire eventually. One reason being that normally if I stumble over a word, if I trip over a word, I will normally end the recording and go back and do it again. But today there's a couple of words which I'm fairly certain I'm going to trip over numerous times 
and so you will uh, hear me as I am, faults and all. So, clarity. In 1975, the U.S. Army contracted J. Peter Kincaid to develop a system to assess the readability of documents. He came up with the Flesh Kincaid Readability Test. The Army put it to use in 1978 to judge the clarity of technical manuals. It has since been put to a variety of uses. Some states in the United States require certain documents, such as insurance policies, to have a score which allows most people to understand what they have read. Essentially, the higher the score, the better. Our verses speak of God's desire to make his word clear. This truth theologians refer to as the perspicuity of scripture. Not very per perspic see and here's the word I'll be stumbling on. Not very perspicuous. And for that reason, I and others refer to this as the clarity of Scripture. God revealed his word to the nation of Israel. He then gave an instruction which we should hold as a treasure. God told parents to teach children his words. God intended his words to be so perspicuous or clear that parents could teach their children when they sit in their homes, walk around, before they set off a bed and when they get up in the morning. Now, some couples fall in love within a few months, and then they spend a lifetime growing closer. And God's Word, as it is alive, has that same quality. We can read and understand much of it immediately, but still delve into it and always learn more over a lifetime. Now, by the way, this particular segment has a Flash Kincaid reading level of 68.55, which is, according to them, just about perfect. So we can rejoice in knowing that God's word is clear. It is easy to be understood. So easy that parents can teach their children when they sit down in their home, when they're walking around, when they're getting ready for bed. And that's not something we should take for granted. Thank God for the clarity of scripture, for the perspicuity of scripture, if you want to know the less perspicuous way of referring to it. Anyway, read the word, look for the therefore, and apply it to your lives by God's grace. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to our next post. Thank you for listening to another episode of Therefore, the podcast that looks at simple truths in God's Word and asks why they are therefore. How does the revelation of God and His truth impact our daily lives? If you've enjoyed it, then please share it with your friends, and thank you for listening.